Hello, each and every one of you gorgeous lot. Thank you for uh, giving some of your time uh, to me, whether it's in chunks or all in one go en masse. This is Near Perfect Pitch, about three and a half hours of music, new releases, bants, and a cracking interview, let it be said this week, with Bill Pritchard. It's the one that's been uh, held over from a few weeks ago due to some technical difficulties on my part. Bill was magnanimous enough to have another chat last week and we did another catch-up and you're going to hear the fruits of that at the end of the programme. And uh, I need to tell you, I absolutely am impelled to tell you that this episode is brought to you by uh, Bill Pritchard, the Jammy Dodger, and uh, all that that entails and all that shall ensue from that interview. So I look forward to that towards the end of the programme. Loads to get to. I could have done two shows this week just with new releases alone. Uh, meaning that I bumped a load to next week. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll start by telling you what I bumped to next week, which will give you an idea of uh, the load of music that's been released in the last uh, few days that I want to share with you. There's new Lemon Twigs, new Generation, new Tricky, new Fratelli's, new Martin Carr, new Pale Honey, new uh, stuff from the Salient Braves and the Flame Retardant Bears, some uh, new material by Eratographic, by Pins, uh, and by Life, and by Cosmonaut. And that's all going to be next week, so you can all look forward to that in about seven days' time. Uh, Well, not really, but, you know, next time round. Uh, But this week, let's concentrate on this week, shall we, as I fade out the gorgeous, beautiful teenage fan club. Now, we're going to kick things off uh, with some slow dive uh, from their latest and greatest. After their massive, massive hiatus, they are back. Uh, And then we're going to stay in that vein with some ride. New release-wise, what you can expect to hear this coming uh, three hours or so. New stuff by uh, Dermo's new outfit, ex-Northside frontman, Time for Action. Going to hear a track uh, off uh, their latest EP. Uh, Blackbird, Blackbird from San Francisco have a new single out called Hearts. You're going to be hearing that. Mozza's got a new single out, I Wish You Lonely. And, uh, of course, you will be hearing that. This is not a protest by Sheaf's absolutely brilliant debut by uh, by this new outfit. Billy Bragg, going to hear a song called uh, Sophia Smiles. Uh, and we're also going to hear the new collaboration between Brian Eno and uh, Kevin Shields, which you have to be in the mood for. Uh, and I understand that some of you just won't get it, and that in itself is understandable, but uh, I'm going to play it regardless. New Pale Waves, uh, New Wild Beasts, and by New Wild Beasts, I mean the last official release, uh, I would suspect, from them, because they have just disbanded. And uh, what else we got? Oh, crikey. New new Alien Stadium as well. So it's a chocker, chocker block show. And we'll start things off, as I mentioned, with the gorgeous, gorgeous slow dive. Oh, but wait. I'm making time. Are you out of your mind? Pull over, you haven't got a license. No. I'm making time.
a stopped clock gives the right time twice a day.
mental track. That's right. Cool your boots on Creation Records of the wonderful Going Blank Again, released in 1992. Before that, in a segue-ish capacity, we heard No Longer Making Time, an album track uh, by Slow Dive. And now Slow Dive uh, just released their fourth LP, an LP that was released 22 years after their third LP, Pygmalion, which again was a Creation Records release in 1995. The new album is uh, self-titled On Dead Oceans, released in May, and is a phenomenal piece of work. And before that, we heard a snippet from a favourite film of all time with Nail and I. And uh, we're making time. And to know a little bit more about this film, I think I'll be doing you a a service, actually. If you've not heard of the film, then uh, we'll remedy that right now, shall we? It's written by um, Bruce Robinson and uh, was released in 1987 on uh, George Harrison's uh, Handmade Films uh, uh, sort of imprint, if you like. Funnily enough, the son of Bruce Robinson is Willow Robinson, and he was one of my first guests on this incarnation of the programme last year. So anyway, do yourself a favour. It stars Richard E. Grant, and uh, also stars Richard Griffiths, who's phenomenal in it, and uh, and Paul, Paul McGann. It's a, a wonderful, wonderful film, and I must have seen it more times than I have had hot dinners. Anyway, there is a sample from that in the Cool Your Boots track by Ride. Even a stop clock uh, tells the uh, the correct time twice a day. Um, And uh, no longer making time is uh, a play on words or a stealth of words from We're Making Time from the movie snippet that uh, kicked off the programme. Am I making any sense whatsoever? Probably not. Here's some Human League.
From 1992's code Selfish, their 13th LP on Cog Sinister Records, an album track, Immortality, that fulfills our weekly checkpoint for uh, our obligatory fall uh, track. Now, if you're new to the programme, we have some features that are fairly religious, i.e. they're on every programme. That feature that we've just heard is indeed one of them. We also have a feature album called, uh, well changes every flipping week doesn't it really essential wax is uh, what it usually goes by and uh, this week we're going to be featuring a record by felt which i'm sure will uh, tickle the fancy of many of you we also have our weekly peel track this week it's going to be by block party and uh, other features that we have include tinterweb time and cover me now cover me this week is 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 a beauty from 1983 uh, and it's soft sell so give you some time to uh, ponder that and it's not of course tainted love it's somewhat different um next pete mcleod he was on the program uh, last year talking about his second lp and his recent goings on second lp crestfallen is fantastic you can hear a song from it when i get back after the song that i'll play after pete mcleod i'll tell you a little bit more about the third lp and how you can get your hands on it
Dave, somewhere in Scotland, that is Tiger, their second single off their first LP, We Are Puppets, released in 1996. That's uh, the single entitled Race. And before that, uh, from his second LP of uh, Crestfallen, that is Pete McLeod with One Day, and that is an absolutely brilliant track. And I would hasten to say that uh, you can be uh, pretty sure that uh, you can expect more of the same with his new record. Now, if you want to get uh, on board right now, it's just launched uh, a couple of days ago, actually, uh, on Pledge Music. So it's pledgemusic.com slash project slash Pete McLeod. That's an M-A-C-L-E-O-D spelling. And uh, you can get on board there quite handily and get yourself a copy. His first record was, uh, was a beauty. It was called Rolling Stone. But I've played... Uh, just about every track, I think, over the course of time of uh, Crestfallen. It is a lovely, lovely album, so I'm hoping that the new record is in keeping with it, and I'm sure it will be. Now, uh, to give you a little bit of an update, um, we've got more new releases coming that I hadn't mentioned, so there are a couple of surprises that are coming around the corner. wanted to remind you also that... Um, 
You can get in touch with me. Nearperfectpitch.com is the place to send somebody to uh, if they know nothing about what uh, the program's about, and then they can choose uh, some of the major ways uh, by which you can listen to the program uh, through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean. You can listen on the Anfield Network. You can listen on Radio.net. And uh, as I said uh, before, you... uh, Well, sorry, you, me, I'm informed over the course of time that, uh, that the show is available on, on loads and loads of platforms that I have never honestly heard heard of but uh, keyword search near perfect pitch and uh, Bob's your uncle it'll show up uh, that is a certainty if you could all do me a favour too as I uh, begged and pleaded last week and the week before if, uh, if each and every one of you recommends the programme to just one more person then uh, that uh, that's a massive shot in the arm for uh, listenership for this humble humble little programme I think it's time now, it's long overdue, actually, for some flame-retardant bears.
dressed like Elmer Fudd Shouting something about soil and blood A woman of color steps out from the crowd And does something to make us all proud Just like Victor Hugo told To love is to act and her act was bold Bold as love She made her stand And with a smile To power man Oh, don't you know We come together When Sophia Sophia smiles, and that photograph of Sophia Khan defying a waste of skin EDL protester in Birmingham is forever emblazoned on my little cranium. Uh, a wonderful, powerful photograph of her looking at him straight in the eye, knowing full well that she is uh, 100% correct and 100% fearless, and uh, sticking herself in the thick of it. Kudos, massive kudos to Sophia Khan and uh, Mr. Mr. Billy Bragg for uh, putting together this record. So uh, if you want to get your hands on it, billybragg.co.uk, uh, 
slash bridges not walls it compiles all the six singles that these have been releasing over the last uh, the last 12 months or so so all six are on this uh, cd including the latest of uh, the six which is full english brexit which was released about uh, three or four days ago uh, if you're quick you can get uh, yourself a a signed copy or a limited edition uh, postcard pack as well that's on cooking vinyl records and again uh, billybragg.co.uk slash bridges not walls and that song again sophia smiles dedicated to the wonderful woman that is Sophia Khan. Before that, um, you were uh, helped to a healthy dose of flame retardant bears uh, from their mini-album 777 and uh, Chase the Trains, the name of that song. We're going to be hearing more from them in coming weeks and uh, we're going to be chatting with them as well in the next couple of weeks to boot. Next, it's another feature. We're going to do our hat-trick, our three in a row, where you can uh, not hear my voice for a good 15 minutes or so. And this particular hat trick is numeric in nature. There's trouble ahead. Trouble that may or may not be a signal 30. What will we find? Or will we look upon the stark face of death?
there's this week's hat trick for you. Uh, rounded off nicely by uh, 10,000 Maniacs. What a voice Natalie Merchant has, and that is from their brilliant third LP, In My Tribe, from 1987. And Hey Jack Kerouac, uh, a beauty. I've said that, haven't I already? But it is, it's a beauty. Uh, before that, Signal 30 from the incomparable public service broadcasting from the fifth LP, Every Valley. And uh, before that, an indie classic. That's uh, Wire off their third LP, 154, which was released on Harvest EMI in uh, Crikey. I'll check the, check the CD case because I've put that to memory. I don't even know. I think that was uh, 79 it came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway, lots of numbers there. That was a, a song called Map Reference, 41 degrees north, 93 degrees west. Of course, Signal 30 with uh, the, the song by Public Service Broadcasting, rather, and 10,000 maniacs with Hey Jack Kerouac. Another feature put to bed for this week. Here's some Mozza. <laughs>
He's on the phone. That is a non-LP single from 1995 on Heavenly Records and features the uh, very, very famous um, French pop star Etienne Daho. And uh, nothing like uh, Saint Etienne to get you in the mood when they're in the mood. And with that song, they really are in mood. Before that, Mozza from the forthcoming new LP, Low in High School, which is out next week, or about a week and a half, something like that, uh, day after my birthday, in case you're in the gift-giving mood, uh, on November the 17th, in case I just uh, neglected to say that with my amnesia. Anyway, Morrissey, that's his uh, second single off the, the record that is out and can be in your hot little hands in a matter of days. And as a reminder, before that, we had our numeric hat-trick featuring the likes of Wyatt Public Service Broadcasting and 10,000, count them, 10,000 maniacs. It's now time, boys and girls, for our weekly Peel feature, Block Party.
Funny, but I don't know why. Excuse 
this week's Cover Me is Soft Cell delivering to you a Hendrix medley. And uh, this originally was released as the B-side of a bonus 12-inch with the A-side being Martin uh, to accompany uh, 1983's third LP, The Art of Falling Apart, on some bizarre records. And uh, the Hendrix medley was on the B-side of the bonus 12-inch. Makes sense? And before that, so here we are, Block Party Appeal Session from November 2004. We're about uh, 16 songs in, I think, if my maths are correct. I've just nipped down uh, the corridor, actually, to uh, spend a penny. And um, my peripheral vision, I saw this thing skating across uh, the hall. And I thought it was a massive cockroach, but it was indeed a mouse. Um, so just wondering, as I followed it into the studio here, it's disappeared under the board. I've no idea where it's going to resurface. So uh, I'm not squeamish, I'm not, uh, I'm not scared of mice, but uh, wouldn't want one crawling up my leg or anything. Anyway, well, I'm getting well off topic, aren't I? So I'll get back to uh, the meat and potatoes of, uh, of the music that's uh, going to be coming up in just a second. Now, uh, a new release by San Francisco Wonder Kid. Mikey uh, Maramag, a.k.a. Blackbird Blackbird, who I fell in love with, not personally, but uh, his music uh, over the last uh, few years. And this is a one-off single. You can go to blackbirdblackbird.bandcamp.com to get your copy for a quid.
Hearts, Hearts by Blackbird, Blackbird. Blackbird, Blackbird.bandcamp.com. That's where you should be pointing your mice. Speaking of mice, no, don't worry about it. Uh, hasn't read his, uh, I was going to say ugly little head, but uh, he's kind of cute actually. Anyway, um, Blackbird, Blackbird, uh, preceded by uh, Soft Cell with their Hendrix medley. Now I've got a load of new releases to play for you, and I think I'll get to them sort of on a one by one by one basis, uh, in no particular order. But I will start with this one. Uh, it's a band uh, called uh, Sheeps. They are from uh, Sheffield. They have released this single yet. It's not out until uh, the 24th of November, but uh, I feel impelled to play it for you really, really early so that you can uh, be suitably uh, G'd up by the time it does come out. Anyway, here it is, uh, the debut single by Sheafs. This is not a protest. is it for a debut single that's sheaths with their uh, single which is going to be out on the 24th of uh, this month this is not a protest 
Methinks you're going to like that one and uh, it'll grow on you and uh, look forward to more. I understand that uh, there is an album due in the spring, if I am to be uh, uh, believing my source. Sounds like I'm some kind of spy. Just an email. Any road. Um, now time for another new release. Uh, if you're familiar with Northside in uh, the late 80s, early 90s, at the height of Manchester Baggy, they were fronted by uh, Warren Dermody, uh, a.k.a. Dermo. He has a new band right now, uh, and uh, the name of the band is entitled Time for Action. If you want to learn more about Time for Action, it's Dead Dead Simples. Facebook.com slash Time for Action Official is uh, the URL where you're going to get most of... Uh, the content that Warren is sharing with everybody. It's uh, its a gradual release. He's doing a bunch of gigs uh, around Manchester and, and in the UK, and it's, it's slowly gaining momentum as a release, and uh, people realising that he's indeed back. He hasn't really been away, but he's back in earnest. Uh, and uh, we're going to be playing you a song, actually, uh, off the latest uh, EP entitled Here We Are Now. We're going to hear a song entitled Uniform.
Waves, that is. And that's uh, one of only two songs that they've released to date, uh, and that's Television Romance. You want to learn more about them, palewaves.co.uk, facebook.com slash pale waves they are a mank band and they were preceded by another mank outfit we uh, showcased something from the latest and third release by time for action off the here we are now ep we heard uniform off said ep now we're nearly at the end of the programme and I've got to squeak a lot in before I get there, before we get to talking to, to Mr Bill Pritchard at the end of the show. We've got uh, a lot of new releases to get to and our uh, featured album, our Essential Wax this week, which is Felt and specifically the record that I'm going to be sharing with you, playing a couple of tracks off, is uh, Ignite, The Seven Cannons. That's all coming up in the next uh, 45 minutes or so. Next up, I think I'm going to play for you something by uh, White Room. Now, White Room's been on the programme before, and I've played an awful lot of their material in the past. They have a new single, which is brand spanking. Uh, it's called Cannibal Song. I'm going to play it for you in just a second, but before I do, remember, you can go to uh, HQ for all your White Room wants and needs. <laughs>
single of their WLP Holes in the Wall released in 2002 on DB Records that's Electric Soft Parade with theirs A Silence uh, they were originally called Soft Parade but uh, they were forced through uh, I've got a text uh, through litigation to change their name because there was a Doors cover band who'd named themselves Soft Parade after the Doors record of the same name and uh, before that Cannibal Song by White Room WhiteRoomHQ.com keep tabs on them and buy all their music they are fantastic and I think Amnesia may well have struck earlier in that I didn't give you all the uh, pertinent URLs for uh, for Sheafs facebook.com slash Sheafs band or sheafs.bandcamp.com so I think you're all up to date just in case you didn't know 
each and every song that I play, I line list and put in the show notes, so you're never going to be left in the dark as to what I have played. Similarly, all the uh, website links, the URLs are there as well if you uh, have your own bout of amnesia or just want to look at something retroactively. It is all there. Uh, Next, we're going to hear something rather, rather nifty. Um, Six by seven. They've been around for a long time. They're from Nottingham. And six by seven.bandcamp.com is a URL you need to go to. I'd mentioned last week that uh, they're steadily releasing and have been releasing a lot of free material that is soon going to disappear and become a, uh, a pay to play type deal. Um, Chris Ollie's debut solo album, A Streetcar Named Disaster, came out in uh, 2009. He's the front man and uh, creative force behind six by seven. I'm reading from the website here. It says, it received some great reviews and the CD is sold out and won't be repressed. He recently uh, launched a Kickstarter campaign to get it uh, to get it to, into the hands of, of many. Uh, it didn't work out uh, and there's only uh, about three or four of these CDs left that you can get at uh, the 6x7.bandcamp page amongst other free downloads. So from this wonderful free record, at least for now anyway, A Streetcar Named Disaster, we're going to hear a song called Throw Your Loving Arms Around Me. Just as cold as you came, as cold as the eyes could be. You should have made enough love to let it be. They took your chance away and left you like this. Thank you. 
Yeah. 
Blimey, they're going to be missed. Wild Beasts. That's their swan song release after just very recently announcing that they are are calling it a day. That's uh, the title track to the pun. Sorry, punch. It's not. It's punk. Punk, drunk, and trembling. EP. Some major league enunciation going on there. And uh, prior to hearing that from the free LP by Six by Seven from their six by seven bandcamp.com page. That was Throw Your Loving Arms Around Me, and a lovely track it was indeed. Now, I think we're in, uh, hang on a minute, I think we're in this kind of territory. Crikey, not some more. No, I'll leave you. Leave you with that. just that short little burst. What that means, boys and girls, it means it's Tinterweb time, and that's uh, my opportunity to showcase one website in particular on a weekly basis. Now, this website that I'm going to draw your attention to is Alien Stadium. And I'll say that again, Alien Stadium, as you'd expect it to be spelled, all one word, dot com. This is a collaboration between Martin Duffy, who has worked heavily with Felt and uh, Primal Scream as a keyboardist, amongst other things, over the last uh, 25 years or so. Uh, and it's a collaboration with Steve Mason. And Steve Mason uh, was the major proponent in the Beta Band and numerous other projects, and of course, including his solo career. It is a project of four songs, a mini LP, entitled Living in Elizabethan Times, and it's going to be released in December. So if you go to alienstadium.com, you can uh, get your order in to make sure you get it on time, and I think it's going to be one of those releases that uh, is uh, a, a must-have, a must-have. These, these two, in terms of their body of work to date, is amazing, and uh, a collaboration something I'm really, really looking forward to. So, again, AlienStadium.com, a collaboration between Steve Mason and Martin Duffy. Let's hear a song, shall we? Let's hear this one uh, called This One's For The Humans.
magnificent felt with uh, The Day the Rain Came Down, a song off our Essential Wax LP of the Week this week, Ignite the Seven Cannons from 1987 by the immense felt, essentially, Lawrence Hayward and uh, his Merry Merry Men. Before I get more into uh, this particular release, just remind you that we just heard one track by Alien Stadium, the collaboration between Martin Duffy and uh, Steve Mason, and that's this one's for the humans, alienstadium.com. Lots more to come from them in uh, in weeks and months to come, and I'm hoping that uh, they'll they'll continue to collaborate because uh, Martin, uh, I interviewed him once, cracky back in the Screamer Delicator, and um, he was one of the most uh, loquacious people I've ever met, really. It'd be interesting to talk to him uh, nowadays to see what he's been up to of late. And he wrote, so um, let's continue with some more information with regards to this record that I have chosen Essential Wax Ignite the Seven Cannons the fourth of ten studio LPs Lawrence Hayward uh, made uh, well he, he expressed a specific mandate he said look I'm going to release ten studio LPs under the guise of felt this band that I've created and then I'm going to then I'm going to break up the band and it's going to be uh, it's going to be the end of it and uh, true to his word he did just that this uh, record as I mentioned is the fourth of ten studio LPs it is on the Cherry Red label, a label that I have an immense amount of fondness for, uh, and uh, is an 11-tracker in all. It's produced. This is what makes this record different uh, in conjunction with another thing I'm going to tell you afterwards, in case you, you didn't already know. It's produced by Robin Guthrie uh, of, of Cocteau Twins and, and Liz, uh, Liz Fraser, uh, his then-partner, not anymore, um, but the mother of his, uh, I think we've got two kids. Anyway, that's uh, that's a digression, isn't it? Anyway, right, um, Robin Guthrie produced the, the album, and uh, if you uh, have a very very sensitive ear, you can probably uh, you can probably tell that it's a little bit different from the other nine LPs. And uh, in uh, in uh, conjunction with Robin being behind the board. Um, I don't know how it happened and uh, who was coerced or, or how the actual invitation happened, but Liz Fraser is uh, singing on two of the tracks, uh, the first of which we heard uh, the day the rain came down, the second of which is uh, Primitive Painters, which is uh, probably most noteworthy track and uh, probably in, in the eyes of Lawrence, he's pretty resentful over that because uh, it's, it's largely due to, to Liz Fraser being on the record in terms of it getting uh, media notoriety, but it's a bloody good song uh, to boot. Um, it was their most successful song and and did uh, chop the in, uh, chop? Did it? Did it chop? No, then it topped the indie charts uh, when it was released way back in 1987. So let's hear Primitive Painters. <laughs>
Superb. That is Bill Pritchard, and that is his third single from 1989 on Play It Again Sam Records. Invisible State, the name of the single, name of the song. One more song before we get into the interview with Bill. We're going to play something from a concept album that uh, Bill recorded with uh, Daniel Dark on uh, the same label, Play It Again Sam, uh, in 1988, entitled Pal Secure. It's my French there. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Um, and it's a wonderful 12-track record with some uh, pieces penned by Bill himself uh, and some collaborative works and some cover versions as well. Uh, some Lou Reed uh, uh, on here. There's some Charles Aznavour on here. Uh, but we're going to hear a song which is entirely penned by Bill himself. Very short one. Pigal on a Tuesday. It's charming. I think he's right. Bags, swim around in the concrete arcade Those sweat swilled streets smell oh so sweet Pick out a Tuesday charming Like old tourists, we were charmed Charmed by the obvious, we were disarmed By the Euro pop, that seductive slump Pick out a Tuesday charming 
Fantastic two minutes of pure pop that is by Bill Pritchard. Pigal on a Tuesday is charming. That is pulled off his collaborative record with Daniel Dark, which uh, was released. Actually, I'm going to have to cross-reference that because I've got a memory like a sieve. Uh, Pasica came out in, in 1988. Actually, I'm just going to rattle off uh, Bill's discography to date. Uh, in 87, his debut self-titled uh, release came out on Third Mind Records and uh, followed a year later. Uh, on the same label, uh, with the release called Half a Million. Uh, then the Pausica record uh, was released uh, in the same year, towards the end of the year, with Daniel Dark in 1988. Uh, and then three months, three weeks and two days came out the year after on uh, Play It Again, Sam. We're going to hear something uh, from that uh, after the interview. Um, also, of note, there is a release called The Death of Bill Posters, which is a uh, compilation of his first two works, uh, the first two LPs on Third Mind, uh, a.k.a. the uh, the self-titled uh, and uh, the Half a Million release. Jolie came out to much critical acclaim in 1991, uh, and then there was a seven-year gap before Happiness and Other Crimes surfaced in uh, 98 by Paris by Taxi by Accident, came out in 2005. And then we've been lucky enough to have a, a couple of quick releases uh, in, in quick succession, rather, on Tapette Records, uh, Trip to the Coast, released in 2014 and Mother Town Hall in 2016. So if you're a regular listener, you know that uh, I did have a, a bill a feature uh, quite some time ago, but there were some uh, massive technical difficulties. You, you were the beneficiaries of his music, but not the beneficiaries of uh, his audio interview. So this is a, uh, a make good, as they say. So I'm going to be chatting with Bill, and uh, I'll be back afterwards to tie things up. Yeah, no worries, you do it. How, how, how are you? How, how, was, how was France? Let's start with that. Are you, are you, you can't have been uh, back that long, could you? Yes. Which is in uh, northern France, which is on the Belgian border. Um, and I've never been to that. Well, I had years and years ago um, in my 20s, but I don't... Um, I was, it was dark when I got there. It was dark when I left um, there. But I actually had a chance to... It's uh, an amazing place, actually, because it's, it's, it's Flemish, fundamentally, although it's French, so all the build, the architecture is sort of uh, Flemish, and it's kind of like a, kind of like a, more, a more austere version of Brussels. So, uh, so the gig was good, it's for a radio station. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I saw that. Bizarrely, I, um, I played with a band, I very, well... I remember him from the 
the 80s. A band called The Field Mice. <laughs> yes. And they were they, some years ago, and it was really strange because they, they turned up, or one of them did. Um, <laughs> he, he's a, it, was a, it was a nice, it was bizarre because this guy had left the, they, they'd apparently jacked it in. Um, in 91 or something as a band and he went on and uh, back to university and uh, ended up living in France and just gave up music completely and I think it was the only second gig that he'd done for like, well, for years and years but uh, good bass player. Well, well yeah, so, so technically yeah. you you were playing with one field mouse, um, uh, singular. No, no, it's... Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Those, that Sarah record stable of, of, of artists, I don't know, you know if you were ever into that, that sort of that, that Bristol record label, but uh, prolific you know, yeah. in, in terms of just literally a seven-inch single every week if you really wanted to keep up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that... So, so that he was... Said he, he, he told me that, um, that they made... That they basically wanted to do 100 rock releases. Yeah. And then knock it on the head. Yes. I mean, to be fair to them, I think we did. I think there was a hundred and one. It was like say hundred and one, but it was um, it was a tribute to all the other yes. the rest of the of the songs, you know, of the uh, record set. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, like it's like a, I didn't know it was from Bristol either. I mean I honestly I've heard of Sarah Records. But anyway, it was just, it was just bizarre, it was just really strange. Um, yeah. So that that's that that was done done for a radio station. Now was that was that dutifully recorded or broadcast on FM? Is it going to be available for? No, um, I think it was it was it was actually recorded and it was filmed. Right. But um, I don't know. I don't quite know what what's going to happen to that. But uh, we shall see. But it was it was nice. It was nice because um, I actually strangely I played with a who sang with a band, an Australian band called The Apartments. I don't know if you've heard. Of oh, that. wonderful band! Yes, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they, well, I'll tell you what, this girl has got a fantastic voice and uh, she, she, she can't, she was, it was some, there was some kind of contact, she, oh yeah, there was, she was the, she was uh, the, the wife of one of the DJs and she played on it and I heard, um, I heard one of the tracks that she'd actually recorded, The Apartment. Right. And she's got an absolutely phenomenal voice and she's French. Yes. But, uh, just brilliant. Really I mean, her English, uh, the, the, her voice just worked so well with mine. So every other songs together. Brilliant. Um, and uh, that was great. Yeah, it was great. I like those sort of things. Well, yeah. Something happened to me. Japan, so, yeah. yeah, that's what's going to. Yeah, because I mean, that, that just you almost had a deja vu experience, except you know, displaced by by a dis different continent. But you had yeah a very very similar experience in Japan. You've got these hotbeds of support that. Uh, you know, it would be interesting to, to look on a on, on a globe or a map with all these pins of, 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 of Bill Pritchard hotbeds of activity because it's uh, it's not what you'd uh, probably uh, deem normal. Good, but uh, not not your average. I was always I was always I was always quite curious about the fact that the PRS I I started getting money from Estonia <laughs> of all places, right? And and somebody told me now I don't know if this is but it's bizarre because it wasn't something that money was called you know, money. So I They used one of my songs as the um, the national lottery. <laughs> 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 now, I don't know if that's 
I, somebody told me this, and actually two people told me this. And so, you know, uh, so there you go. Somebody in Estonia likes me. Well, someone's latched onto yeah, you. Well, yeah, it's, well, hopefully you're getting a quarterly, a quarterly royalty check from uh, uh, the Estonian state government. Uh, fantastic. No, no. That's right. Well, that's, that's what did happen. That's years ago, but that actually did happen. Did it? But it was, a, it was, it was bizarre because it, was, it came in after the, you know, obviously Estonia had the Eastern Bloc stuff and all that. So it was coming in. It, was, it started appearing after that, obviously. That's really but bizarre. I know it is odd. It you is. Get, when you get PRS checks, you get statements. You get they do a breakdown of, of uh, which countries they come from. Yes. See. So obviously, you know, you you stand the ones of whatever. But then this Estonia, like EFT or something, T O N or something, turned up, and I couldn't work out where it's from. So there you go. Fantastic. Well, I've got a cousin yeah, who's working. Change. I've got a cousin who's working in Tallinn. I'm going to ask him to see if. Uh, See if you can take me uh, yeah. a, a lottery a lottery advert over there, <laughs> just out of curiosity. I, don't know if I think it's I think it's quite a few years ago now. Um, you, you never know. I think it was in the in the nineties, but you don't do you? You don't know. No. You don't know because people, people some some things just stay, don't they? Well, I'd like yeah, to. Yeah, I haven't been. I've noticed that. I haven't noticed any um, any credits to my, my uh, statements of late. No. So maybe they've, they've uh, chosen, chosen something, uh, something else, you know. You haven't got any yeah. checks from the, the Gambian Tourism Authority for anything like no, that? No, I haven't, strangely enough. No. Well, you no. know, I'd like to thank you because last, last time we chatted, you, you, you told me, you, in fact, you instructed me to, to, to purchase yeah. uh, as much uh, of, of Daniel Dark's material as, as I could. And... I'd like I'd like to think I was a, a dutiful uh, young man, well, old man, and and I, and I did just that. Yeah. And I'd like to thank you immensely because uh, the, the the work that you'd done with him was the only was the only uh, body of work of yours that I didn't own. I've since bought it, and it's absolutely stellar. And I'm not just talking about the collaboration, but uh, I've, I've discovered a whole new world. In, in terms of uh, of Mr. Yeah. Dark, and it, it's just it's mind blowing, isn't it? Oh, amazing! Yeah, he's amazing. He's a, he's a genius. Yeah, absolute genius. I mean, he, he did. Um, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, everybody rates him as well. Yeah, it's like it's one of those people that all all the art, all like artists rate him. He didn't necessarily. There was there was one album. There was well, there was two albums that oh, you know, they got him check out. Yeah, you know, the the, the French charts and everything, but he was just critically acclaimed. I mean, when he was when he died, you know, they they uh, put him, told you they put him. In, I don't know if I told you this, but they put him on the front of Liberation. Yes. Um, yeah. The day he died, and it caused an absolute stink because uh, all the intellectuals were going, well, you know, you shouldn't be putting him on. You should be, you should be at the front of, uh, you know, I don't know whatever the political problem was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But he just had a picture on one, that's how important he was to a certain point. Uh, well, and obviously in France as well, they, they, they do tend to resist, celebrate, you know, artists as poets much more openly, don't they? Yes, they in do. The cross section, definitely. They do, and I think, I think we could all learn from that, but it's not likely with the British press, that's for sure, but it would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's not so much, I mean, it's not, 
I don't know if it's pigeonholed or whatever, but there's, there's a definite cross section. Yes, um, definitely. Like De- yeah, there is. Yeah. It's a, there's more blurry borders. It's not. It's not written in stone. Um, now, yeah. could, could, are, you, are you able to tell us a little bit more? Because last time we chatted, you'd mentioned uh, uh, the reissues. So the, the, the lovely people that have managed yeah. to to get into you, uh, but not been able to get all your material. There, there's hope, isn't there? Yeah. Um, the part of the carbon that that me and Daniel did uh, yeah. is going thirty years old next year. Yeah. What I mean, so I put a, 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 a bloke from Fight Against Dan France, he's going over on the 8th of November okay. to, to Brett Belgium to try and find the masters. We, we've got, we're going to do it anyway, but we're trying to find the original masters. And then we're going to put some, um, there were also songs that me and Dan had written together. Yeah. Um, after 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 the whole thing was put together, very just after, and that was the out on the fifth album as well. And then the then, then the, the I did an album called Three Months, Two Weeks, and Two Days. Now that was produced by a bloke called Etienne Gary. Oh yes, Etienne, and um, I don't suppose you mind saying we, we're, he's very keen to remix that. Oh, okay. So come out, yeah, I know because it. It's concerned about the concerns are in the eighties they had the reverb was very kind of fancy to me. Yeah. But also, he want, he's very keen to remix the whole thing. Um, and he wants to get get involved in it. So that's really cool. That is very, um, very cool. So that's coming out in two thousand I know, yeah, yeah, it's really good. So that's gonna come out again. With with we've got we found photos and stuff like that for the sessions and stuff. So we're going to make kind of, you know, try and... Try brilliant, and brilliant. Do, do a real good thing of it, yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's all going to yeah. be... So that's going to be through Pius, Belgium, then, all this material? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. All, well, basically, because they... Yeah, it, it's coming... It'll be coming out. And this is a conversation I've having, been having with the the original record label that put them out, Play to Go Establish. Obviously now, the label's much bigger than it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's the, the, at the time. Um, so, yeah, so that's what, you know, I'm just going to been talking to them today about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad it's coming out again. And I'm, I'd, be, I'd be really, really uh, excited if the, that three months was remixed. Yes. Um, you know, using sort of, more natural reverb, really, because um, that's the thing that, that certainly ails. Um, I mean, you can't do anything else. when when you're in the eighties. You've got no choice. You know what I mean? No. No, you haven't. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's good. So that's coming out. Well, as a, as a fan, I mean, right. for, I'm still here. I'm saying as a fan, yeah. it, I'm delighted to have another rarity because the original mix will be, uh, you know, forever. You know, forever written in history, but I'm very anxious to see the reinterpretation with with this natural reverb because yeah. it was a very very polished record. It's fair to say back in the day. Yeah. Very. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I think I, I know even with the we could do the, the idea of, of of releasing it the double thing where we do the we, we sort of release the original one and a, a remix version. Mm. So, that, um, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be that would be great. Now, now in, yeah. as as a fan, I'm just wondering. You know, you, you said that you've managed to. Well, you're sourcing the masters, but you're also looking for uh, 
you know, for pertinent media like photos, etc. But would there, would there be any yeah. uh, would there be any extra tracks like a de- uh, like demos or tracks that didn't make the album, or or, or is it, is it just going to be verbatim the album uh, track for track? Well, we've got yeah. I was talking to somebody else, uh, to, uh, my old manager Gary Lender, is, is sort of manager. He's got. Some uh, of the demos and some of the tracks, some of the, some of the songs that were left out, yeah. didn't use. Because there was quite a few songs um, sort of presented, it was sort of, I don't know, say 15, 20 songs presented to the album, and uh, of which, I mean, a couple might have been used as B-sides, but the majority, I mean, there's a few that have come out. So that, that's, um, yeah, definitely, that's, that's all. And we've got the good thing is we've got enough time to, to try and um, collect all this stuff together, you know. Yeah. And that that would be really really cool. So yeah, it'd definitely. Be, it'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant because it's a matter of trying to find stuff, you know. I mean, the, the um, we want to try and find the original master after three months, and that must that will be in place again time somewhere. Yeah. So these guys are going to try and search it out, and then they, then and then. Logically, the the album, the, the, the next one would be Jolly because that that would be yes, uh, that would be ninety one something. So that'd be another year. That'd be in another year or wherever it was, wherever it was released. Yes. So um, yeah, so there you go. That's a lot. That's a lot to look forward to. And and of course we have yeah, to yeah. we have to remind people of your uh, body of work on the wonderful Tapet label, who continue. Uh, they are the antithesis of prolific, but they are spot on in terms of every single release that emanates from that label is produced with yeah. love, love and care and devotion, and it really is a oh, beautiful yeah. record label. Anything? Anything else? Have you heard that Nick Lyle album? Yes, it's flipping brilliant, brilliant. I know it is. Yeah, I know, and it's just, it's just, it's beautifully put out. You, you spawn. It's it's one of the one of those rare rare boutique labels where their, their sole motivation is not profit like the vast majority of record labels. It's a, it's just a just a great place to visit, and it's a I love getting my weekly little uh, little uh, uh, email from them because there's never not anything going on in the wonderful world of Tapet. And you know your two records, your two records, uh, Mother Town Hall and Trip to the Coast. I I must admit I've been listening to a lot of your material lately. Uh, largely right. because of our last chat, and, and also you defibrillating uh, things by by getting me into into Dan into Daniel's work, and you must you must you must look back at your body of work now, starting starting with those humble beginnings, you know, on Third Mind, all the way back. Well, yeah. let's let's be honest that that is 
30 flipping years ago, which is scary. Um, it's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and 20... Yeah, we're, still, we're still breathing. <laughs> still breathing yeah. and gigging and, and gigging yeah. and travelling. Yeah. Uh, now, now, you're back, you're back playing live, uh, and uh, granted, you're not out playing yeah. live every, every single weekend. How, how, how are you within yeah. yourself? How do you feel as, as Bill right now? Because it seems that, you know, with age comes maturity, comes a, this, this feeling where you, you just don't seem remotely in a hurry, which I think is well documented. You're just no. letting things happen organically. Are, are, are you a happy fella right now? Absolutely. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I finally came to conclusion. In fact, Daniel said to me, um, well, he said, uh, you know, I said, you know, have you ever thought about getting, doing anything else, you know, in store stopping? He just said, just look at me. I, what else would I do? And, and he said it jokingly, but I sort of understand what he means. I, um, I feel very, very comfortable writing and being um, creative and doing it and doing what I'm doing. I'm, very, I'm a very, very happy uh, old man, you know. I, I feel, I, I'm in a very, very, I'm a very privileged position, in my opinion. Um, because, I, you know, I... I, I still get a real excitement out of um, creating something from nothing, and I think, and I think that's uh, it, it's never changed. It's, it's um, I'm very relaxed with it now, um, and and I, I, I seem to have. I don't know whether it's um, <laughs> you know, I have a bizarre optimism about life, which I've never quite worked out why. Um, well, please. You know, and uh, it, it, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm an extreme, I feel extremely privileged. I just feel happy now. Well, you, you, you know, it's, that's all you can say, really. I don't know, I can't be more specific than that. Well, you've been, you've, I think that was, that was very specific. I mean, it's a joy to talk to, 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 to somebody who who's so creative, who, who uh, forgive me for saying this, but... You know, once you appreciate what your lot in life is, there's an acceptance whereby you're an artist. There's no two yeah. ways about it, and and it's a it's a wonderful comfort. I was having a similar chat with uh, with with Pat from the Jazz Butcher, and uh, he was he yeah. was he was saying you know being comfortable in your own skin. I mean, once you pass that uh, yeah. that uh, watershed of fifty, it seems to be that uh, yeah. part and parcel. It's you 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 gain this comfort whereby you just don't feel that you are answerable to the legions of people that you felt an obligation to before. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You could, I mean, and you were you It's a beautiful um, feeling, and I don't and, have it. But what's weird, what is strange, you know, is, is that you kind of, um, your, your mind or your brain has a fantastic way of, of kind of, um, of filtering out emotion. And well, it's very real to you at the time. Yes. But then you think so, really? Does that really, that really matter? 
Exactly. Yeah, well, I think I, well, I'm, I'm in the same boat. To be frank, I, I, I've got yeah. this disconnect. I mean, I've got I've got a lot of commonality with my parents. I see a lot of my parents, and the chit chat that we have is usually reminiscent. It's usually pop culture or TV or, or things like that. But with my children, yeah. I've got a 21 year old and an 18 year old, and I really, really want. Yeah, we mentioned that before. Yeah, so there's that. I mean, I understand their world implicitly. But it's almost like I pity, yeah. I pity them, uh, and it sounds so grandiose of me to say so, but they haven't got these points of reference that we had and that tactility of our upbringing. Put it this way, I mean, our kids don't really remember not having Wi-Fi connectivity and the immediacy of, yeah, ev yeah. of everything. So yeah. I was having this chat with a mate the other week, and, and, and this will really resonate with you, I know, because you know, you'll, be talk you'll be talking about T-Rex and Wizard yeah. again, I'm sure. But... Oh, yeah, it was like you know you, you used you used to you used to actually befriend people at school just so you could borrow that record so you could tape it. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So just yeah, that. You know, though, Go ahead. We, we're actually sounding we're sounding like a cliche of 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 old people who have got again the cliche Is, well, it's, really yeah, it's, it's, that, yeah. it's that, that, that expectancy of theirs versus the wonderment of ours. And I'm still, I'm quite a techie, I'm quite a techie yeah. nerdy, nerdy guy. But I still, I still marvel yeah. when I'm thirty thousand feet in the yeah. air watching a film on the back of yeah. someone's back of someone's chair in an, on an aeroplane. I still marvel at things yeah. like that, and, and, I, and I will continue. Yeah. I, I will continue yeah. to do so. But you know, it was, there were certain mysteries like you heard that song on the radio. And you thought, well, you started to panic because if the DJ didn't tell you who it was and you'd not taped it, you might yeah, never hear that. You might never hear it again. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I lost Bill. Hey Bill. Yeah, well you see, that's the just gotta tell you, it might be if the Wi Fi, you know, exists might have started, but uh things can still go wrong when they do. Yeah. Exactly the same thing happens silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that was. Uh, I think that was a message from yeah. God. That was a message because Murphy's Law technically is. Absolutely, when it, it's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Murphy's Law is kicking my ass, but no, no, I, I love that sentiment. But it's it's so difficult to to convey that to your kids. You know, I've got this basement full of music, oh, know, yeah. music and records yeah. and vinyl, and they walk past it like it's it's, it's this invisible wall of irrele irrelevance, yeah, yeah. and it, it makes me want to weep. <laughs> Now, I was going to mention to you. I was going to mention to you because uh, last time we chatted, uh, we were talking about uh, your love of the church, and I sent you something, and I think that you oh, managed yeah. to listen. Oh, what a, thanks so much. That was such, that is such an awe-inspiring. It's, um, it's ridiculous. Some of those songs. It's, I mean, oh wow. Yeah. That's well. Just thank you so much. Not, not a problem. I wanted to want to mention. I wanted to mention that. Uh, that Sorry, yeah, they've, they've released an, an, a new record two weeks ago. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to bo I'll bob you that through today. I'll, and uh, oh, fantastic. Another, another studio album. Pardon? Do you rate it? Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, any, anything Kilby does, I rate. And this is just a great record. Yeah. So I'll be sending that yeah, along. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I interrupted you. Please, what were you going to say? I can't, I, I can't remember. Because I'm, so I'm sure it wasn't uh, anything of any import. Oh, no, no, it was, it was all good. But anyway, back... back I've got another couple of minutes, though, before I have to... Yeah, I got you. No, no worries. Well, I wanted to thank you. And, and uh, this this one is yeah, is, cool. is actually recording on two channels, thank goodness. Um, and uh, we've, we've already we've already taken care of your magic biscuit tin entry. Just as a reminder, okay. uh, you 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 alluded to the fact that you are very happy and, and grateful for your position in life and, and thus plumped yeah, for definitely. a jammy dodger, which is very appropriate. So that, that, that's that been written in stone for some weeks now. But... But Bill, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure. And again, thank you for, for your benevolence with your time because I know that uh, no it's been it's been tricky of late. Uh, and hopefully, we yes. can we can catch up next year um, uh, around oh, around the time of uh, around the time of the, the pious re-release, and we can get get more into detail about well, that. There's, um, yeah, there's, there's absolutely there's that, and there's, I think I've got another album coming out next year. So um, will that be on? One will that be on Tapet as well, Bill? Not at all. No, I could talk. I could talk till the cows come home, but I'll, I'll cut it off now, and uh, I'll be in touch in the next few days with all the details. All the best, and uh, talk soon. Yeah. Yeah. Look after yourself. Cheers, Bill. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. I think it's pretty fair to say that it's imperative that you buy uh, all that you can by Bill Pritchard. He is so so underrated and. Uh, He's just one of those guys that 
has never written a bad song and I'm uh, I'm just chuffed to bits that I've had the opportunity to talk to him after having been a fan for so so long and uh, I do hope that I have managed to indoctrinate you into the church of Bill as well because uh, it's a very very worthy cause now I'm going to play one more song for you by Bill this is uh, a song that, that I have a particular leaning toward I, I've, I love it I've played it uh, I played it before and uh, if you've got a memory uh, better than mine you'll you will remember that I've played it before it's called Kenneth Baker uh, and I'll go into a little bit more detail after having played it uh, but here it is uh, it's track 10 of uh, the Etienne Daho produced three months three weeks and two days on a cloudless day Jeffrey 
Don't care what you say. That song is genius. Kenneth Baker. That uh, is from three months, three weeks and two days from 1989 on Play to Gam uh, Sam Records. That is the inimitable Bill Pritchard. Thank you, sir, for your time and uh, for your benevolence. It was really nice talking to you again. Uh, and uh, for you lot out there, BillPritchardMusic.com. Join the mailing list and never miss a trick. And uh, subscribe to uh, Tapet Records, that's T-A-P-E-T-E records dot D-E, they're in Germany, slash artists, slash Bill hyphen Pritchard. Uh, and those two URLs will have you nicely, nicely covered for anything that pertains to Bill. And I do have to thank him, and I have to thank the Jammy Dodger for bringing you this episode of Near Perfect Pitch, specifically episode 60. Don't forget to uh, share with all and sundry, nearperfectpitch.com. Email me at nearperfectpitch@gmail.com if you want to hear something. Uh, and in an orthodox uh, manner, I'm going to end the programme now, but I'm going to play that massive, uh, lengthy tune by uh, Brian Eno and uh, Kevin Shields. I didn't want to play it in the main body of the programme in case I sent some of the listenership to sleep. I certainly appreciate this work, but um, of course there'll be some of you that don't. And uh, if you don't, it's quite a big ask, actually. It's nine minutes. So anyway, Brian Eno and uh, Kevin Shields of, uh, of MBV, my buddy Valentine, they've now got a new uh, collaboration called Only Once Away, My Son. And uh, it's part of uh, this cable channel in America called uh, Adult Swim. And what they've got is a, a long-running singles program. Um, and the duo concerned here have contributed this track because they've got this little campaign of uh, 52 weeks of free music and this is their contribution to that so again um, Only Once Away My Son a collaboration which is brand spanking by Brian Eno and Kevin Shields I'll take the opportunity now to say uh, ta and I'll be back next week with episode 61 <laughs>